0: it up for Ohio State. You've waited all day for this. So not to in the way. He's going to take it to the house. 85 85- Yards down the right side, going Devin Smith. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown! The one show that's nothing but the Buckeyes. Oh, and Brad Rocker for the touchdown. Craft shoots it high on the right for three. This is the Buckeye Show. Happy Thursday, all you fine Buckeye fans. I'm Timmy Hall. So good to be here with you. We got a lot to talk about. There is just so much going on in Buckeye Nation right now. When you look at this football program. Had a good win on the court last night, too, that we'll talk about. The Buckeye men's basketball team. Survive, man. That's it. I feel like it's NCAA tournament time already for these guys. With what last year was, just survive in advance. You had a home game against a Big Ten team that always, I feel like we say that with a lot of opponents for Buckeye men's basketball, they always play them tough. Rutgers, I think, was tired. If you looked at the resume, they uh, were an 8-4 and four team. They had been smacked around by a few opponents. I think they were done getting smacked around. And their guards played better than they had in any game before. Maybe that could be looked at as a little bit of an issue as to why could we get some better on-ball defense. With You ask Bruce Thornton and Roddy Gale to do so much, and they are both really good defenders. Sometimes things happen, though. Guys go off and... It was just a weird start because when you looked at Rutgers offensive numbers, you would have expected if Ohio State shot the lights out, which they did, I think they were nine for 11 to start the game from three, you'd have thought that they were up by 20, but Rutgers kept matching them shot for shot. So it just, it didn't make any sense with the way that... That game trended at the start, but it got tight. It was a double-digit lead. It evaporated, and the Buckeyes, with Roddy Gale with a couple free throws, got the got the job done, got it done. And I really, really will hope, I'm going to hope and pray, that as many of you as humanly possible can come on over here. Football is always going to be football, and we are going to be here for you every single step of the way as every big story starts to unfold. We know spring ball is just as big as the regular season. I think this month, this month that we're in, is massive. It is such a wild ride now in college football. I don't know if it's getting closer to the NFL where they will gobble up almost every month on the calendar with the way news keeps pushing forward and just all the thought bubbles that we're going to have on what 2024 is going to look like for Ohio State. I kind of get the sense that it's going to go that way. But, you know, Bodie, we got a team that... I'll talk about it a little bit more in the next segment. It's trending towards the NCAA tournament. It's Big Ten play all the way, and you're 12 and 2. 12 and 2, and you got a trip in Bloomington, Indiana
1: on yeah. Saturday night. Did I see they didn't get their 12th win last season until late February? Did How about I that? that correctly? So yeah. they're on a better pace this year, first off. They obviously got to stop blowing some of these leads, but if you want to kind of take a more glass half full approach, they're doing things to get 17 point leads against uh, last night against uh, Rutgers. They're getting an 18-point lead against Pitt State. they got to stop blowing some of those leads because that's just, you know, it's not a good uh, spot to be in. But they're doing some good things to get those leads. they just got to find a way to maybe sustain that play a little bit more. And I will say, sometimes that's just college basketball, Eh? man. At some point, you're going to have three minutes where you just can't score for some reason, and the other team's going to make a comeback. Just kind of how it goes. Finding a way to win is the most important thing.
0: I mean, a a, a 10-point lead, honestly, is nothing. A 10-point lead in the first half is not nothing. You may as well be up one. That's... It's nice to get that lead, but it's all in the flow of a game. There's ebbs and flows. There's ups and downs. I'll tell you, plain and simple, the big difference between last year and this year when you talk about having leads, blowing some of those leads, big difference is they're winning these games and not blowing them. They're not blowing the game to where it's a loss. They are winning. That's that's a pretty big difference. You said it there. I had to do a double take on that stat. John Rothstein put that out after the game. I was here. I'm. I've been here for every single game for the past ten years or something. I don't know. And I didn't realize it was that bad because they had it at ten and three. I know last year it was after yeah, the North Carolina it was like game,
1: January again, yeah. You know, and we're kind of in this month again. But yeah, they they got off to a strong start last season. It wasn't like it just cratered from the beginning, right? You entered conference play thinking like, okay, this is at we're least going to be another tournament team under hope. Uh huh. Yeah, and that didn't
0: happen. <laughs> Did and I just, happen, but. I just think that that is the reason why. You know, you, it's still a, a cautious approach at the things they need to improve on and get better at, but this is clearly, clearly an improved team in the middle of a nice bounce back season for the program. So we will see where this goes. Now, I don't know if we could, could can we say that for Buckeye football? Like, what's the difference? You know what I mean? Like when you are 11 and two and it's a slide now in losing to the rival, that alone should be enough cuz i mean we we know how ohio state football operates where you are expected to win every single game against anyone that's not you know ranked in the top 25 obviously whether you're on the road or certainly when you're at home there's three games maybe four on the regular season schedule I'm just taking an average year, right? Forget about just exactly what 2023 was, but an average year, three or four games that pop up in the 12 game regular season schedule, Michigan included, obviously that are just massive games. They feel like just a standard NFL game. You know what life is like in the NFL every single Sunday where you got to play hard to make sure you win the game. And so you do have to look at it differently. You just have to. So, an eleven and two here is certainly not like an eleven and two most other places in the country. That's what makes this place special. When you have those expectations where you want to go, and it just—it's a very weird time right now as we go into January. I mean, for no other reason. I—I I heard you say this in the update. I'll hit on this real quick because you talked about the transfer portal and. That is such a big thing in college football right now. We talk about it in college basketball, and Holtman's utilized that, and he's got a really nice piece in Jamison Battle, and that's the the nicest one that he's gotten in a while. The football team has been utilizing it, but they haven't really had to use it outside of Justin Fields, and I can make a quick argument about Justin Fields. not He was more of a, you were bringing him in based off of who he was as a recruit He had barely gotten the ball going on his career at Georgia, right? He had had a cup of coffee. He was getting some spot duty, and somebody was ahead of him. He needed to go someplace. You were still banking off of Justin Fields, the recruit. So it was kind of a fringe deal where if if the Buckeyes get Will Howard, completely different, right? A completely different situation. But they've brought some guys in, and here and there they've been able to help, but still mostly to this point. Ohio State football has done it au natural you know, where they have used their talent, the guys that they have recruited, they have come up and done the bulk load of the job. I mean, you had Jihad Carter came in. He was a much-talked-about transfer and he barely even factored in you know yeah. so they
1: it, it, it kind of depends defensive tackle from Ole Miss right maybe didn't yeah Tywin Malone now barely factored in on the other side Igbenosan was really good this
0: season right? Joshua Simmons so. played a lot but hey. was he that good at left tackle <laughs> I fly. don't know right well, I don't know a lot of snaps think you're looking for a little bit of an upgrade I had to just sort of you know I, I don't know what this does for me when I see that Seth in the arms of an angel McLaughlin <laughs> is coming in here from Bama and did I not just see you know Stephen A. Smith the Stephen A. Smith at this point he's an absolute you know caricature of himself with where he's gone and they you know pay him 10-12 million dollars to be in his character hey, we're all characters Good right living. we do this we do sports talk we do this we We get it we're, we're characters up here but he is maybe the character of all characters I shared an elevator ride with that guy once and I, I mean I knew it too. I'm not an idiot I know he's not like that where oh man hit number one you know, floor number one take me down to that lobby you know I'm like no I get it it's not it's not gonna be like that but he's going off. One of his big rants this week was about the Bama center and he went on this whole hilarious spiel about I don't know if I've ever in 12 years had to talk about a center and here we're doing it right now. And it's the dude who's just slapping the football all over the place, right? Bama must have gotten to him and said, "Get out." You know? Go. Like what happened with Kyle McCord here at Ohio State, but that's the guy Seth if you're listening welcome you're <laughs> welcome welcome to Columbus it, it might not have to be this way for you if this is the guy for them if they have seen enough good film where they think that they can get everything straightened out it just tells you it tells you what is going on with Carson Hinsman and all the comments that he made on that podcast that he let too much out of the bag and the coaching staff didn't like it he might not have been playing his best football he he wasn't playing you know so stellar football all season long, or they would not have made a decision like that to move on from a center in a bowl game. It's just, it's a lot going on. It's a lot going on. Do you like all the offensive linemen that are even set up to come back? You've got problems at center right now. The, the linchpin of your offensive line, you had big issues going into 2023. It looks like you're going to have more of those issues there in 2024, at least at this point, spring ball, hopefully will settle a lot of that down. And Oh Yeah. You've got quarterback guru, Ryan Day, as your head coach, been here for years trying to figure out how to win these more important games at a higher clip, and you might be going the route of a one-year holdover quarterback in a critical season. I just think it's wild. I think it's wild times right now for Ohio State football, and the guy that left, I wanted to give you a piece of this because... Also, I think it's a crazy day and age where your starting quarterback leaves, and a couple weeks later, he's just breaking it down and talking about it. It's it's a straight up business what you have in college football right now, and that's a little bit of what Kyle McCord talked about in this podcast, the quarterback room.
1: It's pretty nuts. I'm not going to lie because I think a the transfer portal is crazy within itself. You know, you you get in, and uh, all these schools have free reign to hit you up, and then I think you add in the NIL piece, which makes it even more interesting. You know, it's almost like A cap in football, you know, schools know they have, you know, X amount of money and they have to distribute it, you know, accordingly. And so, you know, each guy feels like they have a certain value and, you know, they they set themselves at that value. And, you know, it's just that I think a lot of it is weighing the pros and cons. But I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I talked to some of my my guys from Ohio State and, you know, hearing, you know, the numbers they're getting from schools and they're trying to compare and, you know, okay, I can. You know, no, I can get on the field here, but, you know, the money's not as good as it is here. And I think, you know, it's just it's it's nuts with NIL and just the, the way things are right now. It's it's free agency.
0: Kyle's gone. He's off at Syracuse. He's doing podcasts now. Do I think if let's just say if I'm hearing the reports out there, if it's Will Howard from Kansas State, is that an upgrade over anything that the Buckeyes have in the quarterback room? Yes, I believe it is. Absolutely. Am I buying my tickets for the national championship game off of that? Am I dead set that they're going to have no issues in their bigger Big Ten games? Even with Michigan having a lot of turnover, maybe even turnover with their head coach? I'm not, no, not, how could you be? With a three year losing skid, you're kind of back to the prove it mode there. So he's a big up, he's an upgrade over everything here, but it's a, it's a one year holdover quarterback. It's a critical season. I don't think that automatically puts you into the national championship game either with all of the question marks that you have. So, that's where we are right now. Stay tuned as we continue through this month of January to see what happens. How far away, though, are we from knowing that we got an NCAA tournament basketball team in Columbus? We'll discuss that next. It's the Buckeye show on The Fan. Big voice guy here to remind you that you're listening to The Fan, Ohio sports destination. Okay, thanks. I have three more seconds. Uh, bye-bye. All Buckeyes, all the time. You're welcome. This is the Buckeye Show on the Fan. Timmy Hall here with you guys. As you know, if you miss anything, if you miss the show open back there, a lot of, lot of good discussion and real talk about where this football program is going into this offseason, that they're already in now. So be sure to download the Buckeye Show podcast anywhere you get your audio. Download and subscribe today. We appreciate it. And, and we're checking social media there, too. And you can follow along at the Buckeye Show. Uh, be a part of the conversation just there, at the Buckeye Show on Twitter and X. So please do. The guy is, is here right now. It's, it's all over the place. Reports that his family is buying gear Will Howard, Kansas State, the visit is happening. So it's looking more and more like this is going to be a thing. Even our guy Dave Biddle on On The Money last night was reporting it, that that's happening. Like He was expecting an announcement would come sometime today. So, you know, this is the guy. He's a Pennsylvania kid, big dude, right? Six foot five, 242 pounds. He's got the Josh Allen body and we've there's good film on, on him getting on his horse and galloping down the field tough to bring down when he gets a full head of steam but it's not like this guy has Justin Fields or JT Barrett rushing stats it's it's not like that and look you know last year at, at Kansas State they got the win over TCU they didn't you know TCU still got in obviously and what happened happened but he did not play well in the Bama game last year had a couple of picks barely 50% completion and that's one thing where you will break down his accuracy. He's sub 59% completion percentage for his career. And now if you can look at the fact that, you know, 10 of his interceptions, his lifetime numbers, 48 touchdown passes, 25 picks. I can cut him some slack on the 25 interception number because in 2020, he's you know thrown in there as K state's quarterback year one, true freshman. He's got 10 interceptions. I understand that one. That's more like a wash. And then, in 22, he's not the guy until mid October, and then he is really hot. He plays really good football. He's got 15 touchdown passes to two picks in that you know six or seven game span that took him to that TCU game, where you know we all watched that, had a good time with the way that game went back and forth. That was a fun football game. It's just you know still kind of surprised that this is where we are. College football is different. You heard Kyle McCord talk about it there. He's experienced it, experiencing it firsthand. It's. It's just fascinating to see that Ohio State, as good as they've been at the quarterback spot recently, to have to go this route. Have to go this route. I wonder what this does for Devin Brown. Really. I am wondering if there's another announcement that is going to happen very soon, almost now. If Will Howard is coming in, I know you can't make promises. I actually don't know that with how different things are now with, Honestly, NIL, with NIL. I'm not, stuff, not sure. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. Say you're the guy. I don't know. I don't know how that goes, but you still have to come in and earn it because this is Ohio State. Poor play will not be accepted or it's going to have to go to somebody else. Problem is, is that somebody else going to be better? That's the that's the thing. Is that somebody else going to be the guy? Aaron Nolan is coming in here and there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of good thoughts that he could come in as a true freshman and just be slinging it around and... You know, get you back to forty-six points per game and five hundred and fifty yards of offense. So hopefully soon, hopefully after one year of sitting, and then that sort of is your quarterback roadmap going forward. But it's uh, it's like I said, I I hope I hope I am wrong. You like some things that you see with the player, but is it just an automatic trip to the national championship? I can't get there yet either. I, I can't. Let me turn it to basketball right now. Let me turn it to men's basketball. Buckeyes guys, get the win. 76-72 over Rutgers last night. Any win in conference play is a good win. And afterwards, you know, before I get to the to the NCAA tournament subject, afterwards, Chris Holtman was was funny. He uh and you can understand it too. Once you talk about the X's and O's and you know, how was your rebounding? how were you at at turning the ball over getting to your spots on offense what did rutgers try to do to maybe push bruce thornton off of some of his spots with the hard hedging all that good hardcore basketball talk when that's done a good how do you feel with this squad right now because everybody knows the elephant in the room last year but this the vibe the mood and we just talked about with the with the buckeye football program what is it with this buckeye basketball team this was Holtman. what is your overall vibe coming out of this game good good yeah really good yeah feel feel uh a challenge Adam to to get us better in some of those areas I talked about feel challenged and motivated to get us better in those areas but feel really good about our poise uh, really good about some of the offensive plays we've had in the first half really good about some of the, the the defensive stuff we had I just I think we need to clean up some things but I feel you know really good did you want me to feel worse than that no i was just trying to get a feel, a feel like you didn't okay. seem quite as excited as no, you about I'm, a win no i'm yeah but... um, I don't know. Maybe I'll smile bigger. But, um, yeah, I I feel, yeah, I, I, you know, I think as a coach, you generally are probably weighing a little bit of like, hey, we got to get better in these areas. And sometimes that comes across probably more that my focus is that. But I feel really good. I feel really good. It's it's a lot of good. Right? Good. 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 How do you feel? Good. Good. Feel good. 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 Yeah, really good. Yeah. Absolutely. Good. (laughs) It was just, that was funny. I mean, I get it. I get it. I listen to all these press conferences. I know how that guy is thinking and feeling, and I I I study basketball a lot. And when you're in a long season like this, you do want to sort of try to keep it in the middle where you're not too high, you're not too low, sometimes even after a game. And it's different when you're celebrating with your team in the locker room and you got the Our Honor Defend thing that goes out over social media. That's cool. You see these guys celebrate each win. But then you kind of get right back to it, and you know You still got a lot to do. I think that's where he is. I just think that's where he is right now. By the way, the Buckeye Show is sponsored by our friends at CareSource and by Schottenstein Roofing. For top quality and a price match guarantee, visit schottensteinroofing.com. Big chili night for me coming up at the house. Chili and Blue Jackets hockey. That's what's going to be going on. That is an incredible combination. Yes, chili with the Fritos and the cheddar cheese is going to be good. Jackets up next on The Fan.
1: The Buckeye Show is sponsored by CareSource, proud to be your home for Ohio State Athletics. The fan, Ohio Sports destination